Welcome back. We find ourselves once again between some seasons. We just wrapped up Summer Slash. We're about to start our Weird September lineup, which has some pretty cool films in it. Dave and I are finishing that lineup, and we're going to surprise the boys every week. Actually, to be fair, I think we gave them the list this time. We didn't give them the Summer Slash lineup, but we give them a sneak preview of the next two months of the show and all the crazy stuff that we're going to be doing. But what we're going to do tonight is a watch party. It's kind of like a bonus episode. We're going to be talking about The Punisher 89, which was a Marvel movie before Disney Marvel and even before Marvel Studios, as most people know it to be. Joined as always by Nikki Lates, Dangerous Dave, and Double A. And Adam told us a horrible story about some video that he had to watch before <laughs> the podcast started. And it's not something you want to hear before you start a podcast. So we'll go right into the theme song and you can just know that something very disturbed happened right before we uh, we started recording tonight. But otherwise, it's going to be a great show. But according to Adam, he said it was something that the Punisher would, an activity would engage in. But I would only say maybe if they were guilty, we'll find out. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Here's some headlines worth mentioning, some video home video headlines, I should say. Kind of jump into the bit to get started. Okay, so after the success of the MLB 30th anniversary Field of Dreams game that was scheduled for last year, but they redid the anniversary event because of circumstances, uh, you had Kevin Costner out on the field with the White Sox and the New York Yankees. They came out of the cornfield, at the cornfield where they shot the movie in 89. And... Then it immediately went to the charts. It went number one bestseller on Amazon in both Blu-ray, on-demand, and DVD, which was incredible. It's a classic movie, contemporary classic. Um, Other news, Dark City, the television series, is in development, according to the film directors, uh, Alex Proos. There's also a legacy sequel coming out to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids called Shrunk. Joss Gad is supposed to play the grown-up version of Nick, and... They're saying that Rick Moranis is coming back to play Wayne Zielinski. He's expected yes, to return please. with the yeah with the original director Joe Johnston. Oh, he did uh, oh, Rocketeer. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So here's his lineup. He did Rocketeer, Jumanji, and of course he did the original Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Any thoughts on any um, of these headlines? You, wait, hold on. Go I got to interject. What? Are you are you yeah. seriously going to skip over the classic October Sky? No. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! 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 I feel oh. like there's there's a handful yeah. of movies. There's a there's a handful oh, of movies dang, that we talk way it. too much about, but yeah, never yeah, review. Bringing it, like bringing it. We've never we've never done an episode about October Sky, but that's Dave's The Hobbit. It keeps coming up, and like for me, Dave what grinds my teeth is having to bring up. Yeah, yeah. So October Sky <laughs> will come up, and Dave has to talk about it. And there's a couple other movies that just we're like haunted by certain films that are just haunting us on this show. Um. Anyway, we broke our rules already. We were going to try not to talk over each other, and fuck it, it's already fucking ruined. Uh, well, way to start it off, left Dave. October Sky out. So yeah. Um, wow. Okay, so we'll go to some messages from our sponsors and affiliates that keep this show on track, well, running 
So we can give it to you. I'm, now I'm flustered and fucked up. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. All right. Grab the link in the podcast notes or visit our website for a seven-day free trial of stars. Speaking of filled dreams, the 30th anniversary edition, 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital. You can grab the link in the podcast notes to get that from Amazon.com. Now streaming on Redbox, Richard Dreyfuss and Mia Servino star on an action-packed crime thriller story. An ex-mob boss takes a deadly path of revenge where he and his family are targeted in a home invasion robbery. So stream crime story instantly on Redbox. On demand today, rated R from Paramount Pictures. Love Again Media offers a subscription box for physical media and DVDs. You can start out with boxes as low as uh, 10 DVDs for a month at only $20. You can go up to 40 Blu-rays a month if you want to. If you sign up for the subscription box, you're going to get 15% off your first order. they got a variety of boxes going on. They actually sent some to us. Since we love horror movies so much, we got titles like Wishmaster 1 and 2, which I think are the best in the series. They actually... I don't think they meant to do this. They sent us some out-of-print DVDs, Mad Max and Dead Alive. I'm going to keep those. They're collector's items. And also, getting a little more sentimental, and maybe this is what Loved Again Media is all about, they sent me a copy of Edward Scissorhands. When I realized, I've seen the movie before, but hold the DVD in my hand, made me realize why I loved it. I want you to go check out what they're doing. They're a mom-and-pop business. You can support them by going to their website at lovedagainmedia.com forward slash binge. If you visit them and sign up, you're going to receive 15% off your order of $20 or more. And if you sign up for their mailing list, they're doing a giveaway right now for a binge watcher. Um, after this podcast, they're going to give away $50 in store credit. So, again, visit them at lovedagainmedia.com forward slash binge. Now back to the show. Feature presentation is Punisher 89. Get the boys back on the line and see if we can save this fucking show. Here we go. Yo. Yo. <laughs> I might. Hey. <laughs> I right. Tonight's movie is Punisher 89. Some dude named Frank Castle goes after the mafia that murdered his family and transforms into his alter ego called the Punisher. And if he can't stop the crime, you know he's going to punish the criminals. <clears throat> Played by my personal favorite He Man, motherfucker. I can't even get the goddamn movie out. You're going to fuck me up all the night and even screwed up one of the ads. Fuck it. All right. Go ahead. You you go ahead and, and say whatever you Go ahead, Nick. Tell them what the movie is. Uh, the movie's amazing. Wait, I'm, I'm talking about the movie? <laughs> you put me on the spot. Wait, yeah, what is the, the movie, movie, Nick? Tell yeah, me the, about the, the movie. Uh, the movie is about Dolph Lundgren being badass. He's got black hair. He looks oh, cool. the, the character's name is Dolph Lundgren. I didn't know that. Dolph no, no, Lundgren's character's name is Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren played by Dolph Lundgren. Because what happened there was you interrupted me while I was trying to tell the audience at home what the movie of the week was. Generally giving them the plot, and then he went, The Punisher! <laughs> I did that or Adam did that? What? I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't do it. I don't know what's going on. I love it. Dave, if you can get this back on track, let's see if you got some trivia or dangerous facts that we find out about the movie. We got we got some facts here. Um, so this uh, this movie was uh, released worldwide in 1989, except the U.S. because uh, it was released by New World Pictures, who were, I guess, going bankrupt and were bought by another company, and they were just not interested in theatrical distribution. So we didn't see it here in the states until video in '91. Uh, but it's kind of become a cult classic since then. Um, so we all seem to love Dolph Lundgren, but actually Christopher Lambert was the original choice. Uh, Wait, but what? Could not, I yeah. did not know that. Wow. 
Okay, that's cool. Yeah, he he was unable to accept the role because actually he hurt his uh, he broke his ankle or hurt his ankle at the time, so he couldn't do a physical role at that time while he was healing. Um, so mm-hmm. now the director Mark uh, Goldblatt has only two other directing credits to his name: Dead Heat with Joe Piscopo and I think Treat Williams, which is actually a fun movie, um, and an and an episode of Erie, Indiana. Otherwise, he has no other acting credits. However, this guy is a very prolific uh, editor. So I'm going to list you off just some of this guy's credits. He has way more than this, but these are like the tops. Oh, crap. Um, ter- both Terminator, uh, the first two Terminators, Starship Troopers, Showgirls, oh, wow. uh, Predator 2, The Last Boy Scout. Um, God, this guy's list goes on and on. Like he, uh, John, you like, you were excited. We were talking about this yesterday. Like I got, you know, I got you back on this one. Chappie, he edited the film Chappie. He edited oh, Armageddon. Nice. He edited Bad Boys 2. He edited Commando. He edited Predators 2. Uh, he's a great editor, actually. He's won awards. He almost won an uh, Academy Award, I think, for editing True Lies is the movie that I think he almost got that wow. award for. So, I, what's funny is, I mean, with, well, I don't know if it's everybody's favorite part. Maybe we'll skip in ahead, but um, we'll talk about his editing style in a minute, I guess. Um, let's see where... Actually, it is time for favorite bits and the ratings of how we think. So... Uh, let's go Adam, Nick and Dave, and then I'll, I'll jump in at the end. Okay. You want me to talk about this amazing movie that I rented when I was a kid? I I think I got it a couple weeks after it came out on VHS and I was like, why didn't I see this in the movie theater? What are they doing? Because we all thought it was going to be a crap movie because we got, you know, we got used to bad movies coming out on VHS if it didn't go in a theater. But this was really amazing. Uh, my favorite uh, scene in it is probably the the scene where the old guy is uh, the mob boss is being told by the other mob boss, "I'm going to kill your kid unless you put your kill yourself right now." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like that, so, there's so many messed up ideas you, that came uh, out of this. Did you not rewatch it for the podcast? No, I did. You're talking about the Yakuza. You're talking about the female, the lady boss, Yakuza boss, talking to the Italian mobster. Correct. To differentiate, to differentiate what crime, you know, what. Yeah, I just want, you know, I don't think they needed to know that one was the Yakuza and one was like the other. Oh, no, dude, that's a huge, that's a huge part. No, no, I know it's a huge part. If if you're Johnny Spoiler, then yeah, that's exactly what you want to tell. The Japanese mafia has a whole different style and culture and they come in with a whole different method. And that's why the rest, that's why the Italian mob can't keep up with them because they don't know their methods and they're not prepared to deal with it structurally. So that's an important detail. Sure. Yeah, it's an important detail that you will wa- you will experience when you watch The Punisher later because you should watch it later. But I I just, I just didn't want to reveal that because I considered a mini spoiler. I like try to I like hide information so people can enjoy it when it comes up. So, but but that, if that's I cool. but it, okay, but, but you couldn't was, help it. But if I was listening to you <laughs> tell me that, and I'm not like let's just say I'm just listening to you say that, I'm not going to go watch it because it's that that wasn't exciting. I didn't like okay the mob okay, boss. What, okay, mob now boss. they know. Now they know one's a Yakuza boss. Did it become yeah. more exciting? Yeah, it did. Because who knows? Okay, about well, in your head it did. <laughs> it's exciting to spoil it. I think that's what's really exciting. That's not a, anyway. that's not a spoiler. It's in the movie. It trailer. is a spoiler. A if I'm trying to hide information, because I don't want to tell, fill in all the gaps, because it happens so late in the movie. So 
Anybody else like this movie? I love yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since I'm next, um, oh, yeah, I yeah. actually was really, I was actually really surprised by this. I think I kind of wrote it off because it was direct to video. I've not seen it until yesterday. Um, this is actually really fun. I, I had a lot of good time. Good time with this. Um, I have two favorite bits. I'll be real quick. Uh, the opening uh, titles. We talked about ed- the editor or Son director who's bitch. an editor. Yeah, yeah. Some okay, bitch. well then I'll, I'll let yeah, you go yeah. more into no, that. No, no, so no, let me no. go no, to my good, really, really favorite bit. And it's not even an action scene, and this does have good action. But like, there's actually a great piece of acting in the middle of this movie between Louis Sagasa Jr. and Dolph mm-hmm. Lundgren, and it's what I'll call the "Let Me In" scene. Mm-hmm. He had me, dude. <laughs> like he had me. Louis Gossett Jr. brought a level of gravitas to this movie that could have, like, he could have just collected his paycheck and, you know, phoned yeah. it in. I, mm. I really like. I, I bought it. Like, it's. I was kind of surprised to see that level of acting in the middle of this, you know, crazy action movie. So, um, the let me in scene. It was really good. Yeah. You can set the stage for them. You can say it's a jailhouse interrogation scene. You can. <laughs> yeah. Oh my nice, gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good scenes are waiting, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, well, let me tell you where it fits in. And all well, I mean, I can go into like, you know, how, uh, you know, he's asking him to let him in because they were good friends and partners. And, you know, like he's a punisher. He doesn't tell him anything. 125 guys in five years. Let me you know. In. You know what's clear about that scene? They didn't get the same Dave, note from the dude, director. Because Dolph, Dolph Lundgren had no idea that was coming for him in that scene. He wasn't prepared <laughs> to deal with that. With that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, can, you can tell. He's like, I turned my head because I'm the Punisher. Emotion! <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of unclear what was going to happen, even if he did let him in. Like, hey, what? I'll, I'll help break you out if you just tell me you did wrong or something. Like, I, mm. I, like the bottom line of it was kind of confusing to me. And maybe you guys have an answer for that. But I mean, I love the scene. I thought it hit some emotional beats that I wasn't prepared <laughs> for. But yeah, mm. but it was amazing. You guys aren't Anybody? rating it. We need ratings from you guys. Oh, no, no I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say the opening credits like they explain so much of the plot and it's so beautifully done. And like Dave said, like it was like the way this guy edited it was just genius. And actually, the scene we all watched together, um, I know the audience doesn't know this, but we all watched the opening 10 minutes. And I love I love when they introduce us a hero and kind of do it in shadows and subtly. So I, I would say the first like 10 minutes when they introduce the Punisher and then he, of course, magically escapes from the explosion. I, I thought that was my favorite scene. What he escaped? Remember, remember, like the the new. No, no, he just he just straight up blew up. I mean, at the beginning I mean, he's, of the movie. well, he blew up, but but you know, he magically escapes. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, Adam, it's okay to tell people details about the movie. Do you know why? Because they might actually just enjoy listening to the podcast and never actually get to watch the movie. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. FYI, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> what about, he blows what about up you? at the beginning of the movie. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just, I, you know, what I'm saying yeah. Johnny's spoilers you, take is coming. He's I know he's, he's he's boiling over with amazing details and <laughs> I, I can't wait of yeah. uh, the colorful illustration of the plot, his favorite scenes and rating. What do we got? Uh, my favorite scene is when the accuser shows up at the docks, and he's also at the docks to encounter the two mafias as. Adam said the two mobs encountering each other. There's like a three-way shootout there at the pier. 
Um, it's a great introduction to the e real enemies of the movie. Uh, the, but every every single scene in the movie is great. It's actually well written too, and the writer hasn't done much else. His first name is uh, Bowen, I think, and wow. has worked with Mark Goldblatt a couple of times and goes on to do some other things. But I like the way this movie is written. I like some of the dialogue, which is unusual for these types of movies. And I think that Dolph Lundgren is still the best Punisher. Granted, the one I, Punisher I, I have agree. not seen is the new one who's done the TV shows. But oh, I like him yeah. over the dude in the second one. But I will say, in Punisher Warzone, it has a better director. But she's like an art house director, which is also unusual. Go get an art house director to come in and make an action movie. That's unique in itself. But I think this is my favorite uh, Punisher. And I, I'm ready to binge now. It's becoming a little bit more harder to find, which blows my mind because it used to be available everywhere. I saw that. And you don't need the director's cut, by the way. It, the director's cut doesn't give you any new information. Um, so if you're tracking down the German Blu-ray of the director's cut, it's kind of unnecessary. It's literally, um, what does he do? He throws a guy. He throws a guy onto something broken in the warehouse or something like that. And it goes through his chest. And so that scene, you see it happen rather than it cuts to it later. Something, something like that. It's only like 10 seconds of extra. It's like, here's 10 extra frames. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, mm. you don't, you don't need it really. It's, it's not, not like, like a direct. A lot, yeah. It's not, it's not the speech scene that Dave was talking about with 10 more minutes of just chewing up the fat, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, it's a good movie. I've always liked it. Um, it I, went I, out I, over. It went out, yeah. out over what? All the other Punisher movies? It clearly doesn't matter. Oh, all right. I've, I've been wanting to see reverse this, order for binging. <laughs> I've been wanting to see this movie for years, and I'm just going to say, I'll just take that lead. I've been wanting to see this movie for years. It's always been on cable, and I've never actually finally watched it till today. So I'm just going to say, binge now. This movie was freaking awesome. I loved it. Thank you, John, for recommending it. All right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do old school. I'm gonna do three because there are three official Punisher movies, not including the TV show. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say binge now. Punisher Warzone, but I'm going to say make it a double feature and make it this uh, one is your second movie. Uh, Binge Now, Punisher Warzone, and then this one. It's a gr it's going to be a great uh, Friday night. And then Binge Never, Punisher 2004. That movie sucks. Uh, never saw, I saw it once and never. Is that is that the one with, uh, what's the famous John actor? Travolta and Thomas Jane. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. To, to specify, Thomas Jane plays the Punisher. And to, to outdo this movie, I really think they were trying to outdo the original uh, spoiler alert, the Punisher loses his family, and that's what makes him snap and become the Punisher because he <laughs> yeah. gets no he gets no justice for his dead girls and wife. But I don't know if that's comic accurate, who the family members are. But in the Thomas Jane version, it's like way, way, way comic book. It's like there's a family reunion, and all 25 members of his entire family get killed. And they're like, we got to outdo Punisher 1. we got to make sure they forget Punisher 89. God, and God good. forbid to... Somebody talk about it years later on a podcast, 30 years after it gets released, and they're going to have to bring up the Thomas Jane movie. No. Uh, it's awful. Like, it, it rem I just remember it being really uneven in tone. Like, it tried to be funny, but, it, like, it was, like, really wacky comedy and then just crazy action. Like, not good action, but, I don't know. It was just awful. The only thing it's good for is the Kevin Nash fight. I yeah, I thought that, that was good. I, it's been uh, so long. I don't remember. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hate it at the time, but it is definitely. I remember being uneven. Um, 
the Punisher is clearly the winner here. 89 Dolph Lundgren all the way. Although I think this movie could have been without the Punisher. It was so well written. Does everyone else agree with that? Like the yeah. movie could have some yeah. uh, just Dolph Lundgren as a guy. And and they didn't focus that much on the origin story other than in a couple flashbacks and a couple scenes on TV. Uh, he could have just been like an angry vigilante with a with a a past, you know. Actually, that version is in Dark Angel where he fights an alien. You should watch that movie. He plays a cop fighting an alien. Oh, nice. oh, oh, I love that movie. I'm gonna write that down. Actually, well, it, it Dark Angel, Dark Angel, but what was the American name that you're talking about? That I don't the remember European the American. Name. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember the other names. Oh, oh, uh, is it "We Come in Pieces"? No, no, I, I come in peace. That's what I come it is, in peace. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all. okay. Gotcha. I think. Well, all the kids were talking about that at the time, but I th- I might have missed that one. Yeah. It's, well, it makes sense movie. that you guys say it's uh, well written because, like, the the screenwriter goes on to mainly do indie dramas after this, like movies like Fresh and. Um, Oh, he wrote and directed Remember oh, the Titans oh, with Denzel Washington. So, like, Fresh. he mostly does like dramas. So, that's there's a reason ah. why, like, this is written taken mm. seriously. There's a cool, like, on camera trick in this movie where when they you first see the like, Yakuza attacking and they're throwing like ninja stars and stuff, they throw this little ball with spike on it, and the camera cuts to the ball with the spikes rotating in the air real quick, and then it cuts to somebody getting stuck with the thing. And as a cinema technique, like, indie filmmakers will look at that and be like oh man that works way too good why does that work so good because <laughs> mm. people wouldn't bother shooting that in between shot of the item itself flying through the air very cool you guys okay to jump into fan service let's do yeah. it let's do it so of all places this comes from linkedin peter g who's actually a writer from the bleeding cool website wanted to remind us that we almost got a master of the universe sequel and they scrapped it and, of course, turned it into Cyborg with Van Damme. Then I wanted to remind him that we actually podcasted it about the entire Cyborg series. And I asked him, have you seen Cyborg 2, which is also called Knights? Does it throw it yeah. back in his face? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> throw down. Jeez. Nice. Uh, well, because I clearly he didn't listen to our Cyborg episodes. You know what I mean? He's aware of our show, but I don't know which ones he's, he's listening Pound. to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Only and- teasing. And since we're the best at knowing which movies you should watch, we'll give you some staff pick recommendations. Um, they've already tuned. They've tuned us off. They've already. They from the first fight. They've already stopped listening. Okay. No, um, they love that. Um, staff picks. Other movies we can recommend to our audience. Let's go to Davey. All right. So, um, well, since we're not bound to horror anymore, I'm going to mention this uh, little. I think it's Norwegian or Danish movie called the guilty it's on Hulu. Um, it's a limited storytelling movie. So like, I think it literally only takes place in two rooms, the entire movie. Um, it's about a nine one one operator that gets a call and tries to help out this woman who's being kidnapped. Um, I don't want to say too much about it other than like it, what happens at the end, uh, things that you think are happening in the beginning, completely turn around at the end. Um, you don't end up where you start. Um, and it's one of those movies that it's lives and dies by the performance of the main actor. Um, and of course I think he did a great job. I don't speak Danish, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I felt it in the emotion. Um, it's like, uh, have you guys ever seen buried? Like, again, it's a limited storytelling movie. So you hear a lot of oh, phone yeah. conversation and yet some, the, the story keeps moving along and you're like, what the fuck, what's going to happen? It's like, is this person dead now? Um, if you want to see just like a tense, good movie, check out the guilty. 
Uh, Nick, have you watched anything recently, Nick? Uh, I've watched, uh, I finished Cruel Summer. I know it's a show, I know it's not a movie, but I finally finished Cruel Summer and I thought it was beautiful. Uh, remember that show the where the ending like, is. Have you watched it? Yeah, the yeah, ending I, I is crazy. It, yeah. it, it goes over three periods of time. I finally finished it and I would highly recommend this show. I would not normally recommend a show about teenage girls, etc., but I thought it was incredible. Is your well, the main girl now is also in Fear Street. What? What'd you say? I said, is your wife making you watch this? No, no, no. I actually really liked it. Yeah, I mean, we oh, watched okay. it together. I mean, yeah, I mean, you watch stuff together. That's what happens. Sure, yeah. When, you're, when, you, when, when you're Probably with good. That, that's naturally what happens, right? <laughs> but it's actually a good show. It is a good show. Dave, Dave. But I actually watched right? it because of you, Nick. Yeah, yeah. And it's good, right? You threw it on with the wife, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a good wife show. It's a good show to watch exactly. with your wife. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. What about you guys? Yeah, I who saw... would have thought the best show to watch with your wife is a show about a girl that gets locked in a basement? Yeah, uh, who, 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 who knew? I mean, who knew, right? Right. Oh yeah, my gosh. Uh, Masters of Horror season two, uh, Pelts episode with Meatloaf. Is, uh, oh, I love what, that one. What I, yeah, it's so good. It's Dario Argento, which I'm already a fan of because of his Giallo work. But this is definitely, this is gore horror. It is uh, something to behold. I love that. Are oh, not squeamish. So if and you're squeamish, like, you might want to oh, give it a pass. But I don't I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's just no, like, go ahead, oh, spoil the it. ending. It's just, no, oh, no dude, the that ending, ending so crazy. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm talking about. It's insane, though. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I, I feel like it. you have to yeah. tease some details, otherwise there's no point to watch it. Uh let's just oh. say Meatloaf is cutting his skin. Let's just say that. Let's <laughs> right? just say that. Just leave, yeah. just leave it there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't wanna yeah, it's pretty mm. uh, I was I like, I couldn't it. believe it. I was squealing alone by myself watching it. Yeah. <laughs> because I was it, like, ah, what are they doing? So Adam, if, are you, you know, watching a bunch of the Masters of Horror episodes? By the way, I am. I, I'm trying. That's to, one of my. That's one of my favorite series. That's, I love that series. It's yeah. so fun. The good ones are so great, and the bad ones are so it, bad. It, but yeah, it's it, like it is. It is like you're either at the top of the knot. It's either the best or the worst. Like it. it yeah. Yeah. John and Carpenter's Pelton. cigarette burns in the first. Uh, oh, cigarette burns is so incredible. Good. But then again, then, his, oh, his his next one is like terrible. <laughs> it is. So it is. Yeah. Pro life it's was so awful. bad. Yeah, it's it terrible. Was... Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Well, you guys got me to watch the Takeshi Takeshi Miki <coughs> and that. Oh, oh my god. Oh, that one's oh. intense. They couldn't even. They uh, didn't I... even air that on Showtime. You know that, right? Like. Yeah, I feel like jo- John Johnny Spoiler would like that one. Have you the... seen that one, Johnny? No. Okay. <laughs> what I'm trying to think of the name of it. Yeah, I feel like I, you, just, you just screwed me up on purpose because I had to take my headphones off to figure out what was. I, I heard something and I had to figure out what it was. Oh, I have no, no idea. I have no idea what you asked. Me. I have no, no idea. What sorry, you <laughs> sorry, sorry. We were asking you about the Takashi Miike episode on Masters of Horror, the end of the first season. If you'd seen that, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's seriously good. You will not forget it once you see it, except for the name of it, because nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I watched it once, and I'm like, I don't, I don't need to watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it was like the Intrepid or something like that. Oh no, imprint, imprint, imprint. 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 Yeah, yeah. 
It's been it's nice. been like 15 years or something. It's been crazy. Yeah. Wow, you're amazing. What a memory. That's what I do. <laughs> I think we what, need a recommendation from Johnny Spoiler now. What about you, John? Uh, let's see. I went back and watched uh, Django Unchained, and actually, after rewatching it, I actually maybe like that more than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It might be really my favorite of Tarantino's. Wow. I think it's definitely it, better than Once Upon a Time. I I won't. I'm gonna disagree as far as whether I, it's better than Once Upon I, I a Time too. in Hollywood. But I it is like it is too. definitely watchable. I was flipping through Pluto TV, I think, a week or two ago, and it was on, and like I got sucked in for at least twenty minutes. Like it's it's easy to get sucked into that movie. It's a great movie, but I think Once Upon a Time is better. I personally, but yeah. The other thing that I'll mention briefly, without spoiling it for Adam's feelings, is uh. <laughs> The deer skin director's movie Mandibles is actually at uh, theater at home type stuff. I, I'm watching it on Voodoo, um, and it's basically like a French Dumb and Dumber that also has a giant fly in it. What, I saw it? the what's trailer the for this. <laughs> I, I, what's the I name of it? About it. Wow. Mandibles. You know how the fly has a part of its body oh, okay. that's called a mandible. Oh, nice. Although my expectations are pretty high, so I don't rate it as highly as deerskin but that's what's at the level like deerskin's up here and so anything he does since rubber is going to be at that deerskin level and so and i'm trying to pronounce his name i want to give him proper respect i was like listening to interviews to try to hear the french language to see if i could hear what his name was because i thought his name was quentin just like tarantino but no it's like Quentin dupier i thought it was dupree or whatever or or dubois no it's like dupier as far as i can tell Somebody at, at like Tish in New York was trying to interview him, and they were struggling. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I got a no chance. You know, I'll probably never talk to the guy, but I'm watch. I consume. I watch most of his movies, so definitely, I like something about his style for sure. I like Rubber. Nice. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning it, so in. I to watch it. <laughs> well, I can't even say goodnight without being talked over. All right. Good night, folks. That's another great episode of Binge Watchers Podcast. We'll be back next week. John just leave. I think he's off watching some really amazing movies. <laughs> Sounds amazing.